Hi everyone, this is Yumei Chang. I'm the founder of Life is Love School, where we teach adult survivors of childhood trauma essential skills to live a happier and healthier life. Today's topic is the five reasons why people don't recognize that they're in an abusive relationship. If you've ever had a friend who's in an obviously abusive relationship and you're trying to help them get out, yet they seem to be living in denial, I hope you'll find today's episode helpful. So what are the five reasons? The first reason is that mainstream media portrayal of what an abusive relationship looks like is too one-dimensional. A real relationship, oftentimes the reality is not that clear because nobody is an absolutely bad person. Even the most abusive person has a sweet side to them, right? Once in a while, they are nice. They might have especially been very nice in the beginning in a dating phase when they're trying to love bomb you. They might have been really nice from time to time as well. And then it's intermixed with abuse. And also abuse comes in many forms, not just a physical type of abuse that's often portrayed on TV. And also when TV portrays an abusive relationship, the victim is usually somebody who's very meek, financially dependent, etc. So you might not have recognized that you're in an abusive relationship if you're comparing yourself. And a lot of times the victims actually have high power jobs or very well educated, very assertive at work, in fact, but at home is being abused. So I think mainstream media also does a disservice where they their portrayal is so one-dimensional that it can confuse a victim to not recognize that he or she is in an abusive relationship. So that's number one. Number two is if somebody grew up in, in a toxic family system, then they might normalize abuse. By this, I mean if they grew up witnessing their parents' relationship and they compare their relationship today and they don't think theirs is that bad in comparison. In fact, it might be slightly better than what the parents have. Or what is obviously abusive to people that grew up in a healthy family is not obvious to them because they watched it growing up all their life. So they don't even recognize it as abuse, even though it is abusive. And a, a subtext of that is that a lot of times uh, kids that grew up in toxic family systems also have weak boundaries or no boundaries. And an abusive person loves a person with no boundaries. And oftentimes they would test you in the early on phases of the relationship. They would do something to transgress your boundaries. And then if you don't push back, you don't assert yourself at that point, which a lot of times uh, survivors of childhood trauma would not, then you're tagged as a target and they feel like, okay, I got a person who will let me do whatever. And so then you become a target. So the combination of having witness abuse growing up where you normalize things as well as having weak boundaries makes it also harder for you to recognize abuse. Number three is shame. So if you grew up with being abused, like having abusive parents, you might grow have a sense of shame where everything is my fault because your toxic parents made it seem like everything is your fault. There is an upside down of the parent-child relationship where they become the child and you're the parent that's supposed to be responsible for everything. So later, if you are in an abusive relationship, instead of recognizing that 
the bad behavior is on the other person, you might internalize their abuse as, oh, they're treating me this way. It must be because I am not good enough. And if you have that message, then that prevents you also from recognizing abuse as abuse. Number four is a cultural context. So if you come from a culture where they frown upon the dissolution of a marriage or if they, society puts a lot of pressure for you to stay in a relationship, then you might also have a hard time recognizing abuse because you feel that I have to make it work regardless of however way I'm being treated. Number five, I think is the biggest one and probably everyone who's stuck in a abusive relationship or not recognizing it suffers this to some extent. And this one is cognitive dissonance. So if you are not ready to leave a relationship because you still have emotional or financial attachment to the abuser and everybody around you is telling you to go, then you, in order to make it work, right? You can't live with yourself knowing that you should go and yet you're choosing not to go. So then you start to lie to yourself to tell yourself, well, you know, he or she is not that bad. There are all these reasons why I ought to stay. And so when you, there's nobody that could persuade yourself better than you can persuade yourself. So if you decide to lie to yourself, then it doesn't matter what anybody around you tells you. You're going to listen to your own reasons for staying. And sometimes people would say, well, you know, I have to stay because of the kids. But in fact, that's one of the worst reasons to stay because by staying, you're showing a kid that it is okay to tolerate abuse, right? Or you're showing the kid that it's okay to abuse another person. Neither is healthy. And yet people would come up with very creative reasons as to why the relationship isn't that bad because they just find leaving too painful for a variety of reasons. It might be because this person is attached to the abuser emotionally or financially. They're afraid that if they leave, they'll never find somebody else. They'll be alone or this abusive person will immediately find somebody else and they can't take that emotional hit. Whatever the reason is, the cognitive dissonance will then cause the victim of the abuse to make up fairly creative reasons in order to make it okay for them to stay. So I hope you find these reasons helpful. If you come up with additional ones, please do put it in a comment. I always love hearing from you. And until next time, have a wonderful day.